Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Douglas Comics. Welcome to our House of the Dragons long George R. Martin delayed uh, recap podcast here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Took, uh, we still beat him, though. That's 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 really we got cool. pages. Yeah, exactly. Mm. You can beat him. You're not late. Uh, as we're gonna go over the last few episodes of House of the Dragons. Uh, gonna see some continued themes, but we'll introduce everybody in the room. On the line tonight, uh, it's Lady Dragons. So, what's happening? Kanichiwa, everybody. Hello, hello. Oh, nice. That's the pull from the Sandman. It's, it's very good. Yes, it is. Also on the line, it's Grand Mace the Beavis. What's up, new platform? Hey, new platform. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, shout out to StreamYard. And also on the line, he might be, uh, we need that cough button that I heard that they have in live studio audiences where they get the cough and then they, you know, you never hear it. It's, it's Big Hush. What's going on? Man? Yeah. Why Ziggy? If you're looking at screen names, if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, I was going to put Ziggurath or something. Just Ziggy popped up easier. Noted. <laughs> All right. So we're going to jump right into it because we got two episodes to recap. Like I said, you're going to see some continued themes here. One of these people is not like the other. Uh, in terms of their enjoyment of this particular miniseries, you'll be able to figure it out probably as we've been going on here. Episode nine is called The Green <laughs> Council. Um, what I did like this, uh, going, you know, shooting ahead to episode 10 as well, as whereas they separated the, the two houses and their uh, differing uh, approaches to the oncoming war. So the first one is The Green Council, so we get a chance to see what's going on with the high towers. And then I think episode 10 is, forget what the title is, we'll get to it in a bit. The but Black then you just Queen. see what's going Thank you, the Black Queen. And that has a different meaning for us as X-Men fans. And yeah, so you get a chance to see how each one's going through. But finally, uh, Grandmaster Beavis, the king is dead. Fucking corpse was walking around for years, man. Yeah, and he did not make a good corpse. No, he did not. <laughs> like most of, the, most of it was rotted away by the time he died, yeah. He did, yeah, you know, sure. it's a, an interesting arc because, like, so flawed, so weak in so many ways, but he did kind of, he did go out strong in in a certain sense, and he finally kind of asserted himself, not to really any lasting benefit, because the whole thing falls apart here in the last, Completely. You know. Yes, as he's dying on the bed, Allison takes him as he's telling the story of fire and ice or whatever that he told to uh his daughter oh Aegon that's what I heard and she runs yep. and tells like hey, that was his final words he wanted to, Aegon to be queen that's it you know bada bing bada boom there's nothing else to talk about he dies she takes that information to the small council and Otto Hightower had been plotting uh, already like he knew what was he going to happen he got plots and um he already had placed all these plans into place now I'm going to use a term that the kids use Allison is sitting there like, I had no idea y'all did that. I'm calling, <laughs> I'm calling cap, Lady Dragonstone. That's 100% Okay, never cap. say that again. But, cap. Yeah, that's not book accurate at all, actually. Okay. I think one of the many criticisms I've seen, at least among the book readers of the show, is that they base a lot of the like the plot points on misunderstanding rather than raw ambition. Like with Otto, you can tell it's raw ambition, but Allison in the book is like exactly cut from the same cloth. Like she never heard him say the prophecy. That prophecy is not even actually mentioned in the book. That was just something they did to tie it to the original series, which I really didn't think they needed to do. Of course. 
And uh, like Allison knew what she was doing. She knew exactly what she was doing. She didn't hear Viserys say anything. She just, when she found out he died, he she called them all in there, locked the door, and said, "I want Aegon to be king." And then that's how that ended up happening. Well, this small council was got the plot all together, led by the, the hand of the king, Otto Hightower. And you go, know, you got a couple of dissenters to the insurrection because, which I think is probably a version of this that they kind of played off of modern things happening here because this is a full-on insurrection and uh there's a couple of dissenters you know the first dude i think it was like lord lyman uh he bucks and he eats a table uh fairly quickly from sir kristen sir kristen needs to get killed i, I don't know if i can wait two years for that huh? <laughs> um yeah he was oh, God. Uh, yeah that's that's how it goes yeah yeah, yeah. he, he descended and yes, he got some oak or mahogany. Yeah, he ate it like yeah. bad. And then the It was like um, untouchables. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody like baseball? All right. So and then Allison had no idea. Oh sorry, I'm sorry I said that right. And then Sir Harold, the Lord Commander, uh, he decided, you know, he turns in his gold clothes. He's like, I take orders only from the king. King ain't here. Call me when that happens. I'll, you know, hit me on my cell phone. Uh, and then he protests and quits as well. Um, yeah, I mean, that's pretty much it. You know, from there, the, the plot to get Aegon is, to be king is in place. Uh, but donde esta uh, Aegon? Because uh, he is nowhere to be found when they go looking for him. His wife, Your boy. his sister wife. Oh, come on, son. His you said you liked it. Sister wife. The whole rapist. No, I like Aegon. Amon, I like. Oh, oh Amon's the best. Amon's my own. That's my favorite Team Green character. Amon's yeah. the best. Get to that. So, Allison, though, before they can get to all of that, she's like, I still don't, you know, um, I don't want Rhaenyra to be killed. You know, that was my friend from back in the day. I don't want her killed. Her father's like, um, they're going to kill your ass and <laughs> kill all of us, too, if you don't kill her. And she's like, no, I want to give her some sort of conditions where she can surrender and still keep her whatever. But Which is dumb. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. sure. Mm. And so, go ahead, Hodge. Now, yeah, this is yeah, this is a Game of Thrones. Either you uh, win or you die. Right. Well, they make the decisions. I, my note here says the hunt for MacGuffin, Tar, MacGuffin Targaryen um, <laughs> because he gone. And so there's two groups that get sent out, uh, Sir Kristen and Amon to go look uh, on behalf of the queen, and then Sir Eric and so Sir, er Sir Eric and Sir Eric. <laughs> Sir Eric, okay, I'll say this one. It's Sir Eric and then Sir Auric. Man. It's spelled, it's essentially pronounced slightly differently, but it's almost spelled exactly the same in the books. And they're twins and Eric. they deviate. It's super Eric. annoying. <laughs> Sir Eric and Sir Auric. And so the rest of episode nine is a little bit of kind of like just some, some hitting points. The high towers, you know, kind of trying to build their build that army, baby. Uh, uh, trying to get allies aligned to their side, um, and, and the the hunt for the MacGuffin. That's basically that part. As they bring in other people from you know the other houses uh, to the kingdom to swear their oath to uh, King Aegon. And the other part of this is them out on the, you know, the hunt for him. You know, up to that point, what are you thinking, brother, uh, Grand Maester Beavis? Well, I mean, they tried to sort of like, you know, there's what, six or eight people that are involved in here. And they try and like 
kind of play off the individual motivations like one of the Cargills, uh, not Jade, but Eric or Arik, um, you know, did want to find Aegon and the other one kind of didn't, but he was just looking out for his brother. Yeah. And then, like, you're never really sure because he's a freak what Aemon's going to do. Yeah. And then... Because he's a freak. Yeah, I mean, so that, that was somewhat interesting, I guess. But, yeah, I mean, they just... It was it was a sort of a caper, let's say. Yeah, that's Um so yeah, so they when they do finally find him, it's actually at the the the, the what's her name? The white queen? No. The, the white, white worm. The white, white worm. worm. Okay, Lady so appeared in like the first couple of episodes and then completely disappeared. And I'll be honest with you, I have no idea what she's saying. And I have on the closed captions. Her accent <laughs> is terrible. super strong. It is. Like, I can barely understand her. And she wants the, the little kid fight club to stop. Like, that's the, her big thing. And she oh, wants yeah, Otto to know, you know, yeah, like, it was my, it was me. I put him on the throne because I could have easily killed him, killed him just as much. But you know, it, it was me. Um, so yeah, um, Aegon got daddy issues, y'all, and he definitely don't want to be king. Um, initially, they find him hiding out, and I don't even know. What, I, I think she hid him there, but he did they, like not dragged him out from under the table, and then he started running. <laughs> yeah, weird. man, it was bad. Like he does not want to be king at the all. Under eyes of. Under his eyes are like so red. He's just purely hung over. It's just truly hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so white. they need him to be. <laughs> well, he's also too, you know, like as he's going to his coronation ceremony, you know, he's like, Should "Father, ever love me?" You know, nope. eventually, you know, feeling the inferiority came from, uh, you know, yeah, because obviously he didn't want to name him the king. But he gets the fire and ice dagger, and he's like, "Oh, he must have really loved me." I'm like, "Is that easy?" Man? Like, really? If everybody okay. throwing it at you, you're the king. You get to do all your craziness. I mean, sure, mm. I'll accept that. But before we can get to his coronation, Allison is also trying to build her coalition, build that army, baby. Where she goes to Princess Rainey's, uh, the queen that never was, and she's like, "Look, you know, join me." The Driftmark, you know, we can we rule the empire together. That, you know, we, yes, like yeah. sister and auntie. Um, yeah, and it's like, she's like, mm, I don't know about that. My husband was pretty, uh, you know, insistent on, you know, Desiris being the, you know, the, the king of Driftmark. Lucerus, wrong son. Sorry, Lucerus, sorry. And he's like, I was pretty sure about that. She's like, no, he, he's dead somewhere. You know, who knows if he's ever coming back plot reveal and you know you should join us but she's been trapped in the tower as well like they wouldn't let her leave because you know if she does leave she's gonna go and tell uh Rhaenyra they censored her, her they censored her basically right. mm-hmm. that's a heck Stop of a censorship in the, in the medieval times yeah. Yeah. yeah why wouldn't you go see her father before she before he died too that's very strange some, that's some strange stuff strange stuff you mean her brother? I'm talking about um, Rene, or the uh, the queen. Rene? Rene? Rene, so she's been, yeah, Rene. and I think they imply that it had been like 
was maybe that was the last episode. It had been like six years since they had seen him or something like that, or was that the previous episode? It was no between episodes um like seven and eight, like after Eamon gets his eye taken out by baby baby Luceris. That's like a six year time mm-hmm. jump. That's why all the kids are older. But they sent Bela, Damon and Lena's daughter to Driftmark to be Rhaenys' ward, and she hadn't seen Corlys in six years because after Lainor died, he took off, and then she was just there ruling Driftmark with Bela. Well, Sir Eric or Sir Eric, I don't really know which one turned on heel or babyface. Maybe it is Sir Eric. Yeah, whatever. Whatever. One of them goes and and frees Princess Rhaenys from there. It's like, you got to get out of here as the city is rejoicing with the marriage, uh, or the marriage the coronation of the new king. Isn't it something, man? Grand Master Beavis, the common folk love royal people just to piss on them. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Like, oh, this is great. Well, so that's, I mean, that's the whole thing with this is like this this sequence. So, like, <laughs> I believe I've said the words, like, the worst part about watching this show is to watch the after party and mm-hmm. look at these dudes, like, try and pretend the show is something other than exactly what it is. And so they were like, oh, we needed this scene for for Princess Rainey's shows how strong she is by not burning their asses to the ground. I'm like, yeah, exactly. No. I heard that on the after show thing too. And I was like, I remember one of those said we needed like a big end sequence for episode nine, which is why she ends up coming up on their lease. And though, give it, that is a pretty dope scene. It's like, it doesn't really fit. I guess, like, because if she's going to eventually go and be Team Black in the next episode, and then she was there standing in front of all of those freaking greens, and she could have just said Dracarys and ended all of them, mm-hmm. and she didn't. It doesn't make any sense. I feel like they could have ended it with Aegon, like, pumping, like, the sword into the air after he got, like, the original Conqueror's crown and the original Conqueror's sword. I feel like they could have ended that there with, like, a shot of Alicent and then just gone on. Or yeah. just... With Rainey flying in, away to go warm and arrow. Yeah, it, it, to to portray this as her strength, I think is ludicrous. And in fact, this this like angers the pores, and then they go after the dragons. Right? Isn't that the how this proceeds from here? In fact, her show of strength. Don't, don't, don't say nothing. Don't say anything. Don't say anything else. Her show of strength slightly backfires two X on them. He's slightly so. correct, not right. fully correct, but slightly. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I mean, y'all jump to the end, but it's, I mean, we were wrapping it up here anyways, but yeah, um, during the coronation, you know, he gets the king's crown and all of that, and, you know, he finally, getting the adulation of the people kind of pumps him up and gets him excited about the idea, you know, he really does raise the sword or whatever, and then this is when she comes up with Maraxis, I think is the dragon, her Maybe. dragon comes up through, and then, you know, just lays waste to a bunch of comic I mean, like, the casual, just like, oh, yeah, they're not worth anything. We're just going to kill them. I mean, literally by the, I don't know, hundreds uh, where this dragon comes through there. And, you know, yeah, we had, an dragon. We had an opportunity. To <laughs> <win this attack. laughs> That's awful. Yeah. So true. We had an opportunity to end this series. <laughs> <you know? laughs> we had an opportunity true. to end this series right here. No episode 10, episode 9. She just burns everybody to the ground and then, you know, roll credits. And I, I've been saying this since this show started. I think they just made this show to put dragons in it. 
Mm-hmm. Like, I really do. Like, I just like, hey, our technology is good enough now that we can have dragons in every single episode, and we're gonna call it House of the Dragons, and we're gonna give you as many dragons. dragons as you want. <laughs> is that Mushu? Don't worry about it. Dragon, not lizard. I don't do that tone thing. All right, sorry. Move on. Great book. All right, so yeah, so she goes out, doesn't burn them up, and then she's off, and then that's it. Episode. Okay, nine. I don't. Okay, how have we failed to mention the foot fetish scene yet? Because it's weird. Because it failed to be a, not I, be a topic of conversation. I cleared it from my mind. And I had forgotten that happened until you yeah. ruined it. <laughs> no, I was watching that episode with the producer, and then that scene happened, and I think I left. And then I had to come back and watch it on my own because I was just so done. I was like, why? This is yeah, yeah. I can tolerate incest, but I draw the line at foot fetish. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Lord Laris is still playing the Game of Thrones. Um, he is essentially a spy for anybody who will ask him to be a spy. And to get information, Allison must see them toes, son. Uh, and that's his thing. And again, it's so heavy handed. It's so whatever. Like at, no, at some point in time, we didn't even see that he had. We knew he was walking with a cane, but we didn't see that he had the Club he, has, he has a club foot. So in the book, he's called Laris the Club Oh, okay. Well, make, make sure that he, he get Somebody else they <laughs> clowned. <laughs> they make sure we see his club foot. And, you know, she's, he's sharing information, like every bit of information. He, you know, she strips off like a sock, you know. And, um, yeah, he liked it, that shit. I mean, when you, you really play the like game of feet. Yeah. When you play like her dad's the hand of the king and then she's like the feet of the queen yeah i just yeah we, we can't skip over that just toe jam early me yeah that's just bad i mean it, it is what it is but again it's something that grand maester beavis has been saying through the course of this series like there's no lead up to that like there could have been a hint of him like checking her feet out, you know. We need enough to do, do we? Do we need? A, do we need hints? You know what I'm I mean, in like, fairness, oh. out of all of the things we could have had oh, made up girl. for, I didn't want to see that. Right. Uh, only, thank God he had. She did, he didn't like hot sauce and threw that on there too. Oh, the Jason's so lyric bullshit. Yeah. Stuff. <laughs> Gross. Uh, That's disgusting. Hey girl, tell me what them socks do. <laughs> About to hit them socks, yo. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. But if they don't go up to the knees, brother. No, all right. That's enough. I, yeah. I, I'm, I'm still awake. Right here. I'm still awake. You, you got a wallet in there, girl? I'm still awake. I'm still awake. I know, I know what you did last. Uh, oh, that's hilarious. Beavis, your camera went off. Did you know that? I, I turned it off because it was see. glitching. I can't see it. Okay. So just it's fine. Have to look no, it yeah, up. I was having that problem this time. All right. Episode 10, y'all. It's the Black Queen. Um, Again, the two opposites, the greens and then the blacks. Kind of funny that they're not, but you know, whatever. Um, Princess Rainice brings the news of the death of her brother to his daughter. And it's wait, wait, wait. like, oh, yeah, Viserys? by the way, they... That's not her brother. Yes, Viserys. That's not her oh, brother. That's not her cousin. That's her cousin. That's her cousin. I'm yeah, sorry. that's her cousin. Sorry, her cousin. 
Yeah, and he she brings the death of that and lets Renaris know, like, yeah, he did. And not only is he dead, um, they come out like um, Aegon as the king already. And they're like shocked by this information. Like, oh, gasp, as if this wasn't a real thing that they couldn't have suspected. Mm-hmm. And okay, so there are two different types of people in the world when they get bad news. Mm-hmm. One people are like, word, tell me what happened. <laughs> And other people are Damon Targaryens. Like, okay, we're going to war then, huh? (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. But, like, my favorite bit from that was, like, Viserys was a whole rotting corpse. Dude could not walk. His eyeballs were falling out. His skin was all rotting. He looked like a decaying white walker in formation. And, no, um, don't put that theory out. Damon was, and Damon was like, the queen murdered my brother and then put her son on the. She didn't have to do anything to kill him. He was already dying. Like that yeah. was my favorite bit because he was like, "They murdered my brother." He was like a walking corpse already. Yeah, he was yeah. done too. Been more upset that they had ruled the kingdom and while he and keeping him sick as they was in episode eight. Um, so uh, we get another common theme, uh, another uh, death in birth, and I would count this as the third one, right? No, four, four? third. Third. Yeah, third, I think. Yeah, one third. by surgeon, one by surgery, one by dragon, and one by, I guess. Bad news. Yeah. yeah. Anakin, you're breaking my heart. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so the the news of the death of her father sends Renaris into early labor. And the, and this is, I mean, you've been on this one, Grand Mason Beavis. What in the world is up with the... We're not going to show violence against women, but we're definitely going to show you these miscarriages. And, yeah, in, in uh, the midst of a discussion about, national discussion about, you know, birth and uh, yeah, the, choice uh, and everything else. Now, we're right. going yeah. to put all this out there. Reproductive yeah, rights? Just, yeah, let's talk about that. Have my baby. Mm-hmm. I yeah. don't care. And you would have to think that that wound up being a coincidence, but now it becomes tone deaf in the light of everything that's happening i don't know whatever damon they could at least put like a disclaimer up front like you know in light of recent events you may find this disturbing they did that with like what was it the start of stranger things they had the disclaimer it was right after a shooting yeah it was obi-wan yeah it was obi-wan after the school oh yeah yeah they put that up like they should they should definitely have put that up on those episodes give them 100 that should have been well this is fair in europe though right they're different it's historic. They different. Yeah, they different. Yeah, cool. yeah, with dragons. So, um, so Damon is like, let me go ahead and get my war rolodex out. All right. So let me see. <laughs> All right. So let me go. Bully he, he couldn't some wait knights. for this news. He was. Yeah, he, he was, was so ready, happy. Man. I mean, <laughs> he was Damon so was ready. ready. Let me go bully right. some knights. It's like chaos. Let me uh, let's see. Uh, oh, let me go sing to a dragon we ain't never seen before. Chick. Uh, I mean, he was ready, man. He was all fired up, you know. So he had his disaster to... preparedness kit. Right. Don't hate. Yeah. <laughs> doomsday prepper. He is a doomsday prepper. That's great. Uh, so yeah. So they have to bury the the ba- dead baby, and they're at that. <laughs> that's I know, man. This is terrible. They're at that ceremony, and Sir Eric or Eric, whichever one showed up there, um, you know, he comes there. He has the Viserys's crown, um, you know, gives it to the king or the queen, and everybody's like, "Oh, let's all bow down." Everybody but 
Princess Rainey's uh, file sound. You know, she's kind of taking in the whole information because uh, basically she's waiting to see what her husband um, was going to think about this whole situation and where their allegiances are going to lie. Okay, so one black dude made it through the end of the horror movie, y'all. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much it, right? He's the only one left. Well, right? their son is somewhere. Somewhere, we believe. Yeah, he. Right. we believe he is. Right. Yeah. Yeah, he, he ain't coming back. He, he um, uh, their daughters yeah. are still around, right? Oh, that's yeah, their right. granddaughters, Bela and Raina. And throughout Ooh. the war, Raina, I'm just going to say this, Raina does not have any real significant purpose. I'm just gonna say it. She's 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 pointless. I'm just saying it. She's pointless. There's no reason for her to be there. But um, Bela pays a great deal of importance. Bela Targaryen is actually one of my favorite characters. She's pretty awesome. Okay. Is she? Is she? Uh, Luceris or Jaceris's husband now? Uh, she's betrothed to Jaceris Valerian to Jace. Rain is the one betrothed to poor little Luke. Okay. Which one is going to be the so they were what were they hedging against? Jaceris being the king and Luceris being the lord of Driftmark or something like yeah, that. Yeah, okay. yes. By right, it should have been Jace who would have been both as the oldest son, but Rhaenyra was like, if right. I try to lay claim to the my bastard child to the two most powerful houses in the realm, that's not going to go over well. So she had to yeah. spread and, her bastard children. Everybody, man, everybody get a kingdom. Everybody gets a bastard. Oh yeah. Exactly. <laughs> um. So uh. So yes, the black guy made it. We finally see Lord Corliss after a few episodes. He had, you know. Yeah, they acted like he was he was on the brink of death. He was fine. Yeah, he, was fine. <laughs> he had some cloth wrapped around his throat. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Oh, come walking on. with the cane. He was walking with a cane. Robot stuff and Sirius die before our eyes for nine episodes. Yeah. <laughs> Robitussin. Like, we don't know he's if he's going to make it. Like, y'all just trying to make excuses because you're going to kill him in the middle of the night. Yeah. Right. Or, or have his head sliced off. Whatever. Mm. He didn't lose any color in his face. Boom cha. Uh, exactly. And he's like, you know, in Corliss, at least he's a consistent character. He's like, no, nah, yeah, we're going to keep that plan. Like, you know, because he knows, like, when he finds out that his brother was killed, and he's like, oh, man, man, that nigga, we be fucking up. All right, all right, wait, let's go back to the <laughs> He really was like, bowed up like for 30 seconds. He was like, what? Man. He's like, Rhaenyra destroys everything she touches. And then Rhaenys is like, she's the only one not plunging the realm into war. And then he's like thinking about it for a second. And then he's like, okay, I'm right. fine. He was not doomsday prepped. Yeah, he was <laughs> Yeah, the white guy was ready. The brother was sleeping. Uh, yeah, uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, he wants to keep his family name alive, and so he's going to back that particular plan. He's going to show up at the war room here uh, momentarily. And so Damon's going over the plan, and we got 13 dragons, man. 13 <laughs> dragons. They got four. Four dragons. Three. Three, yeah, I must say. I think it Sunfire, Dreamfire, and Vagar. But in the book, that's actually a really great scene of them at the painted table. It's like we have, like, Cyrax, Caraxes, Maylise, and like I love when he says Maylise, like the look Rainey's gives him, like you ain't got my dragon, shut the hell up. And then, um, and then like Bela, who has Moon Dancer, all of her nearest sons, her three sons each have dragons except her sons by Prince Damon. Like they have a crap ton of dragons, and then that unknown dragon that he's singing to in High Valyrian, 
that is the dragon Vermithor. And then he also mentioned Silverwing and Sea Smoke. Sea Smoke is Lenor's old dragon. Uh, Vermithor is the dragon written, that was written by, oh, I have my stupid Targaryen family tree, right? I think it would be Daemon's grandfather, King Jaehaerys, which is the old king you see at the beginning of the first episode. And then Silverwing was the dragon of his wife, which was also, of course, because they're Targaryens, his sister. And they're just Who's like feeding all these dang dragons. Holy mackerel! Uh, they're just there. They're just not doing anything. And then like there's also like because it's Dragonstone. There's been dragons there for like a thousand years. So there's a bunch of like there's three unclaimed dragons that nobody's ever ridden. They're like wild dragons. And Damon's like dragons are how we're gonna win this. But in the book, Rhaenyra's like. I just gave birth to this half dragon baby because sometimes Targaryens, due to their weird incest and whatever curse the seven gods bring against them, like their babies are not like babies, they're like dragons. dragons. Mm. I think that happened with Daenerys in the first book. I could be wrong though. And uh, he's like, I just gave birth to this baby. I can't fly on Cyrax. And she brings up a point in the show like, none of our dragons except Caraxes have been to war. And besides the fact that we have dragons in numbers, one of the Green's dragons is Vagar. That's the biggest dragon in the world. The survivor of like 110 battles. We're not winning against Vagar. She brings that up to him, but Damon's just... Damon. <laughs> There's no other way to describe uh, it. Damon here in a minute. Um, yeah, so... So just want to point out uh, the, dragon, the dragon from Dragon Slayer was Vermith <laughs> Vermithrax. So... George B. Biden. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, doo -doo -doo. wow. I think, I, I, I think I, when I got that flu, that's what the doctor prescribed. Me. Vermithrax. <laughs> yeah. Full course of Vermithrax. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got to take him six days. And after that, um, mm -hmm. give me a call. Um, so, yeah, they're also fighting against the, you know, the idea of the legitimacy of the king by the people. You know, like, I was like, yeah, okay, we got 13 dragons. We don't have that many allies, but we're also fighting against the commoners who just saw this dude, even though a bunch of them died uh, watching it. You know, they believe him to be the king because that's what they saw. You know what I'm saying? So, like, we have to fight against that particular perception. So, before all of that can get kind of settled, Otto Hightower shows up with, you know, at the hand with a group of folks as well. And we really get a kind of a recap there of um, uh, the scene from either episode one or two. Um, episode two. You know, come, yeah, trying to come over there and be like, look, these are the terms of, uh, you know, of surrender. You know, basically, you get to keep Dragonstone. We'll make your kids, you know, the piss boy and the cup bear, you know, to not kill them or whatever. And Damon's like, I'll fucking kill them before I allow you to do that. <laughs> um, like, this Feed is not my happening. sons to the dragons. Yeah, yeah. The and then, and Renair shows up on her dragon. And it's like, you know, here, like, no, nah, this ain't happening either. You know, it's just, this is it's going down. You know, he's like, you're not the real hand of the king. You know, takes his little sticker uh, thing off of his off his lapel. And then he's like, all right, turn it away. He's like, wait, Allison wanted me to give this to you. And it's like the little book cartoon that they had in the first couple of episodes. I'm like, come on, son. Yeah, you're the joke. Yeah, come yeah. on. Yeah. This is ridiculous. Like, no, nah, we're not going to go to war because you kept the coloring book that I had however many years ago. And you've been begging my father, but and, and you just stole my rap, my, my legacy. But other than that, we still yeah. friends. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. this, 
you know, and, and I'm gonna call it out. They would have never done this with two dudes. No. Nope. Oh, oh shit, Grandmates the Beavis. I know we beefing right now, nigga. But um, hey man, here's a a, a pog that we shared. Like <laughs> <laughs> <play> pogs. <laughs> it's an Alf pog. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Alf. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This only. Yeah. This ain't well. And we, we'll yeah, find we out later. That. But it didn't. It don't, yeah. That stuff never works. It didn't work. Yeah, I understand. But that would have never done that with two dudes. Like, how no, we gonna square our beef? Because of some comic books that we used to share. The fuck out of here. Um, <laughs> ridiculous. Anyway, uh, so yeah. Well, so I that doesn't work. Uh, well, yeah, kind of. Um, so yeah. So okay. So let's talk about Mother of the Year, Princess Rhaenyra, or Queen Rhaenyra. Queen Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. Sorry. I'll be let's saying talk. their names wrong. This is not Mother of the Year material here. Um. Like, hey, you know what? We need to get some allies. Oh, I'm skipping over something before I get to that, but keep that thought in your mind. Okay, so when she goes back after that and talks to Damon about, like, hey, you know, this is what. Oh, no, what's my note say? Oh, is Prince Damon gonna have to choke a bitch? <laughs> that fake? Yeah. That, that was my line. That was my line four weeks ago. Oh, yeah, sorry. I'm stealing Hutch's material. Yeah, so they go back there and they're talking about what happened after this meeting, and you know he's she starts talking to him about the song of fire and and, and ice or whatever, and he's like, <laughs> and he like puts hands on, her. and you know, and he he's just upset because his brother never told him about that. That just seems like a weird reaction, Grandmaster Beavis. Well, was he upset because he didn't tell him about it, or he was like, you know, he was like, don't let like he I think he kind of discounted the whole thing like he doesn't live in fantasy land he 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 was like no we got to get this power not because of I some see. fairy tale but just because we're they trying to take our power son yeah his line in the show is like dreams didn't make us kings dragons did right and he believed like, in he conquering just... he doesn't believe in prophecy and legacy and viserys he was like rumored in the book at least it's something they've kind of shown in the show to be what they call a dragon dreamer which is someone who can like prophesize, which is what like whenever Helena is talking essentially is what she's doing. It's like, like she kept saying like, beware the beast beneath the boards in episode eight. And then Maylis coming up on the dragon. And then like uh, she was saying like in at Lena's funeral, like spools of green, spools of black weaving dragons of thread, obviously symbolizing the divide between team green and team black. And she's like, if, and then saying, I think in episode nine, if one possesses something, the other will take it away when she's talking about her children, but in truth, she's referring to Aegon and Rhaenyra. Like, it's just, and Viserys, he believed very ardently in that stuff. And dragon dreaming, it's a real thing in the books. It's just not mentioned in the particular chapter about the Dance of the Dragons. And it's just their, in my opinion, really annoying way to try to connect the original show to this. And it's, I know the reason oh, out of all of the stories in this book why they chose to tell this one is so that they can very much parallel it Rhaenyra at least to Daenerys. Like she even has yes. like that callback line. She's like, um, because I recently figured out how that show ended and still very mad about that. But um, <laughs> like like Daenerys says, she's like, I, she's like, I'm not here to be queen of the ashes. And then Rhaenyra's line, I do not wish to rule over a kingdom of ash and bone. They're just really trying to parallel the two of them and then eventually what ends up yeah. happening like with Luke 
and the last shot of the first season is her like turning around like she's ready to fight a war because he just killed her kid and then that's like yeah jump in the head hey i had it down here that he was upset that his brother never trusted him to tell him his fairy tale you interpret that incorrectly no He, I think that's why he was upset because, like, because when she he starts choking her, she's looking at him like, you know, like you really think that you're doing something to me right now, like because I think he was, yeah, well he was, but she did, she was eating them freaking jokes, you know, like she wasn't like backing down from that. She was like, you know, looking at him and kind of smirking at him, like, come on, well, one, you don't know how to finish, but two. Like, this is, you're just upset. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, oh boy has what? He got two or three wife kills. He, yeah. he know how to finish. That's fair. So, I don't know. I just think he was upset that his brother never trusted me. Because he wasn't, at one point, wasn't Damon the heir? He was, heir. Yeah, he was yeah. the heir, right? So, if he if this meant so much to freaking Viserys, and he didn't tell his brother and his wife now, his niece or whatever, it's like, yeah, you know, this is what this is. And then he's, I mean... I think I don't know. That was just me, kind of maybe understanding like that I, in a different I, way. I think he became the happiest man in the universe after he he's ready to fight. That's all. He was just ready to fight. Right, yeah. he ready to fight. Damon just mess with horse. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So that's right. So yeah. So then they they come into the throne room and we get a chance to see Viserys or not. Sorry, Lord Corliss. You know, essentially bow the knee. That you know we're gonna. We're going to stay on this side. We want to keep going on with whatever's on the drift mark. And then we get to Mother of the Year. So it's like, all right, we need to get some allies. And so we're going to send my two teenagers. One, we're going to send off to, you know, we get the name shout out to Lord of the Rings style. We're going to send you off to the Starks and Winterfell because, you know, that's what people wanted to hear. And that was Jace, right? He goes off yes, that way. Yes, Jace, he goes and first to the Eerie and then the Winterfell. Yeah, Luke, we're going to send you off to Storm's End to go talk to the Baratheons, you know, to try to win them on our side for this oncoming war. And, you know, you're going there as peacekeepers. We're all ordinary African students, okay? We're just going there. You know, nothing's going to happen at all. We're just going there as peacekeepers. Like, oh, okay, bet. So why do you send your littlest kid with your littlest dragon, Grand Mason Pierce, in a thunderstorm? to go negotiate with somebody. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me how it's a good idea. I mean, they they tried to say like it would oh we got this mom. You know, we got this. Yeah. Uh yeah. but yeah, like it was this, this this was not not good. Now I will say yeah, like, his arrival in the midst of the storm and the you see the lightning strike mm-hmm. and in the background there's a dragon that's clearly yeah. like seven times the size of the one you rode in on. I think that's a turnaround. Yeah. yeah. I don't know why he <laughs> kept walking. He should have yeah. just yeah. left. Like he's like, Mom, I don't care what you said. Vagar yeah. was there. That shit was gonna kill it, me. No. It did create some great memes and uh reaction oh God, videos uh, yeah. on the Twitters and whatnot. So one being mm-hmm. like they ran in a shot, like in you know, in forward motion, like as it happened. You know, where he goes up, he parks his dragon and the lightning strikes and he sees the other one. And then all they did was just reverse the, reverse the film and have him just fly back off. Uh, which is great. Um, so yeah. 
uh, yeah, it, it, that part that had me on the floor. But yes, he goes inside to the throne room and with the Baratheons there. Amon is already there. He's like, I come in peace, you know. I'm not here to fight anything like that. And you know, Amon is. I think he'd already won the Baratheon dude over or whatever because the Baratheon oh, yeah. dude's like, you didn't bring bitches, you didn't bring no wine, like you didn't bring nothing to like try to woo me, like you know nothing. And so he's like, all right, well, I'm going to leave. And then Amon's like, nah, son, you're not leaving. Give I need that eye. eye. Yeah, I need that eye, man. And then, you know, we get a chance to see his whatever gemmed eye up or whatever. He's like, he's, Amon's always thought he was better suited to the position of king. So he kind he of is. ornate. He is. He definitely is. So he ornated himself like a king. He's one of the best knights in the land. He learned very well under Sir Christian Cole. And I think the most and creepy thing that he does is he puts like gems in his eye socket where the eye that he lost uh he's most commonly puts a sapphire and is sometimes known to put like an amethyst because in the books the uh they're valyrian so they have purple eyes it's like that uh uh the cribs dave chappelle skit <laughs> I, put, I put diamonds in my eyes man this is baller all right <laughs> Oh, also, I just want to mention uh, so, this. Yeah. Uh, a very funny bit for me is like uh, the fact that Boros Baratheon couldn't read. He can't read. No, remember when like Luke had the letter and he brought it to the knight and he's like, "Where's the bloody maester?" And the maester had to like run over there because he can't read. <laughs> I did not notice that. Can y'all imagine uh, Stannis's face when he found yeah. out his ancestor couldn't read? And the, that's a, that was the other thing is like you know Stannis was such the stickler for the um, you know the rightful progression, and this guy's like I don't know you bring me bitches so you know yes, going with this dude exactly which one of my daughters will you yeah, marry exactly. yeah yeah and he's like he's like exactly. he's like with this thirteen year old child and his daughters are clearly like late twenties early thirties and like when he says that they all Some look at him like bro he's like five years old shut up. Man. So Luke decides it's time to go, you know, since they get his eye ripped out, you know, the Baratheon dude's like, take it outside. He's like, I'm just going to go. It's a raging thunderstorm outside. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what you do there, uh, clearly. And so he flies off. And I'll, I'll be fair, even though it's shot completely in the dark, this was probably one of the better well shot uh, pieces on this shot in the dark stuff. Because it worked because of the thunderstorm and how it was filmed. It just kind of, it, I mean, as an ending, it worked. It was creepy. It was, you knew it was coming, but it was still a jump, you know, kind of moment, you know, as he's kind of flying through dancing dragons here. Um, you know, Luke's dragon, you know, makes the mistake of pissing off the bigger dragon. I blow on fire in his face. And Amon, he tries to control his dragon, allegedly. Uh, it, that didn't work um, at all. Well, that goes uh, back so to like there's only kind of... so many of them that have been at war, right? That's what we've been led to believe is this, they just oh, don't okay. know how to yeah. act. Yeah, I don't know. So they're, they're yeah, so... In, the, they're, the dragons are instinctive, and none of the riders are seasoned enough to actually enforce their will on them. Yeah, no, he's, like, he's a 16-year-old my... kid with the world's biggest dragon, and Vagar's a freaking war dragon. So he um, he lost. He completely lost control of Vagar. And I mean, the really sad thing I think for me is like once he gets like 
Luke thinks he gets away and then he just stops instead of keeping going he just stopped in like the middle of the sky yeah and you can finally well, see he, it it was finally clear well he's and got then yeah he got clear and then you just come up and you see Vagar just eat him completely and i was like we had y'all adjusted the lighting so we could just see this child die yeah well again well um, this is a game of thrones yeah you i mean but win I, or you die yeah i mean i thought it was I, well done like i mean again not having read the books or anything like that and whether it was book accurate or not like it was a really good mm-hmm. scene you know amon's face definitely had the oh you see what had happened no what had happened my um uh yeah my dragon ate him oops um yeah that's not gonna I go thought, over well when he gets back yeah there. exactly that's but not like not at all his face he showed that, and I, and honestly, I mean, I don't think he. I think he was just trying to terrorize a little kid like a bully. I don't think he essentially meant to kill. Yeah, him. no, I, I think I, he, I think, I think he, he wanted, wanted that eye. I think he wanted to mess with him. Yeah, he definitely wanted that eye. I think he just wanted to scare yeah. the crap out of him. He definitely wanted that eye, but right, they so that, was that, like, that ain't, you want that ain't just bullying. Uh, he he wanted something. <laughs> no, one of my it's favorite memes was like, um, uh, you know how like in episode eight, it's like. Damon's like, oh, he can keep his tongue whenever he chops off Damon's head. It's like, uh, it's Damon's face like photoshopped on top of Viserys, and it's like, I'll have your eye for that with the dagger. And then it's just um, Vagar's face uh, photoshopped on top of Damon's, and then he like cuts the sword off, and it's Luke's face, and he's getting his sword. Thank you, man. Mm.